You're listening to the Business and Life Conversations podcast with Angela Henderson, episode 100, people. Hey there, you're listening to the Business and Life Conversations podcast. My name is Angela Henderson, and on this show, we talk about improving your business, life, or both by having amazing and rich conversations with brilliant guests who will inspire you and who will give you tips and tricks to help you grow both in life and in business. You don't need to do business alone. Join the conversations, be part of my community, get inspired, and let's rock together. www.angelahenderson.com.au Well, hey there, and welcome back to another awesome episode of the Business and Life Conversations podcast. I am your host, Ange, from Angela Henderson Consulting, where I'm a business consultant coach who has helped hundreds of amazing women business owners get all the pieces in place to have consistent five-figure months and then on to six-figure years without burning out in the process. Today is going to be an absolutely freaking epic episode. Why? Oh, my friends, because today is episode 100 of the Business and Life Conversations podcast, and I have 20 amazing women and business owners joining me today to celebrate. They're going to give their advice on one of the main questions I ask them, and that is, what do you know now that you wish you knew when you first started off in business? But before we jump into this amazing uh, episode with filled with just little golden nuggets from all these amazing women in business, I just want to share with you a bit of my transformation over the last 100 episodes. I need to start by saying that though many of you will think that this was an easy podcast to record, I have to say it's the second hardest episode that I've ever recorded. Now you might be thinking, Ange, why would it be so hard when you've hit 100 episodes? Surely this episode would be a piece of cake. But here's the thing, 100 episodes equal 100 weeks, equal 700 days, which equals 16,800 hours. Preparing for this episode, well, it's actually made me stop. I had to reflect, I've appreciated, I've celebrated, and I've also grieved. But equally, I've just been in the moment. I feel often in life we're going a million miles an hour, juggling businesses, kids, partners, external family, and everything in between. Slowing down doesn't come easy to most of us in this entrepreneur space, but in order to move forward, sometimes we have to slow down. And having this time to slow down with the whole thing called coronavirus, not too sure if you've heard of it, mix of reflecting on the last 100 episodes is exactly what I needed. In 100 episodes, 100 weeks, 700 days, 16,800 hours, I've not only produced 100 episodes, but I've also lost three very important people in my life. My grandmother on Christmas, my brother on Mother's Day, and a father-type figure on January 1. I will forever be grateful for having a podcast that in many ways kept me going on days I didn't want to move forward. On days when all I can see was darkness, this podcast brought color back into my life. This podcast has allowed me to share my story, have a voice for others who may not, to make an impact, to assist businesses from all over the world. It's allowed me to connect with some of the most 
beautiful and genuine people that I've ever met. Opportunities have come from this podcast, but this podcast has equally taught me about the importance of being consistent. It's taught me about dedication. It's allowed me to step into the role of a leader. And to be honest, this podcast journey has been nothing but remarkable. So today, my friends, I celebrate. I fucking fist pump. I might even dance a little bit because today is a day to fucking celebrate. I personally would like to say a massive thank you to each and every one of you that has listened to this podcast. It means more than you will ever know. To my podcast team, Lyndall from the Podcast VA, thank you for being there from episode zero. You are next level awesome and so is your team. To every guest that's been on the show, thank you. Thank you for your time, your knowledge, and for your voice. My final words before we get into this powerful episode with some of the most awesome women from around the world, I'd like to say one final thing, life. Life is truly short and your world, as I've experienced not once but three times, can literally be turned upside down in seconds. Start the podcast, speak on stage, run your own retreat, do whatever the fuck you want to do. Why? Because you deserve it. That's right. You deserve to do whatever the fuck you want. Make shit happen because the only person who can is you. Now let's get ready to hear from some of the most of my favorite people in the whole wide world. And thank you again. Thank you for a hundred amazing podcast episodes and here's to a hundred amazing more. Much love from Brisbane, Australia. Now let's get into this amazing, amazing episode. Hey, it's Lisa Kordoff, and I help women uncover the subconscious stories that are keeping them stuck and repeating patterns that just don't serve them. And if there was something I wish I'd known sooner, it would be that my business is a reflection of me. So the sooner I get myself in order, the sooner my business will thrive. If I can add another cheeky one, Ange, it would be oh my gosh, the sooner you start outsourcing, the faster your business will grow. Get good people on your team. See ya. Hello, my name is Teresa Heathrang from TeresaHeathrang.com and I help business owners and entrepreneurs to market and launch their businesses online. I'm also the host of the podcast, Marketing That Converts. So the one thing that I wish I knew before I started my business is that how important mindset is when running your own business. Now, I started off doing marketing. I'd done marketing for 15 years, thought I'd got all the best tools, tactics, strategies. I knew how to create landing pages and funnels and do all that cool stuff. But I totally underestimated that if I woke up in the morning and didn't feel like it, or if something happened that knocked my confidence, or I was fearful of an outcome or something, that that could have a massive effect on the success of my business. So for me, the one thing that you really must consider when starting your business is ensuring that you're working hard on your mindset. Hey, I'm Anita Seek and I am the founder and director of Word Fetty and I am also the host of Brand Fetty, the podcast. I help businesses who don't want to do normal stand out in their industry or, as I like to say, become the Dyson of vacuums in their industry through the power of words and psychology. So what I know now that I wish I knew when I first started out in business, mm, 
That is such a good question. Uh, love it, Ange. Um, but I would probably have to say the power of the pause. I think when I first started out in business around three and a bit years ago, I was traveling at a million miles per hour. Don't get me wrong. I still, there are still days that I do feel like I travel at a million miles per hour and I feel bad for taking that day off or I'm working into the weekend. I don't give myself a chance to just, you know, breathe. But even just in the last couple of weeks, especially during ISO, I have given myself just the pleasure of pause every morning before I jump into emails and just to myself, by the way, um, whether or not it is going for that walk, whether or not it is just to listen to an audio book for 30 minutes before I jump into emails, that has just propelled me so much. Um, And I think that's important for us as business owners because we can't help (laughs) but juggle a million things at once and we feel like if we don't we're going backwards but I'm here to tell you and I'm here to tell you that I wish I knew this before when I first started that pausing and recharging has the ability to propel you even further that's it for me I'm Sarah Noked from Sarah Noked OBM. I am a certified online business manager and a certified OBM trainer. What I know now that I wish I knew when I first started out in my business is that surrounding yourself with key team players that complement your strengths and can help you grow faster is key to growing successfully with less pain and agony. Hey, I'm Steph Taylor from stephtaylor.co and also the host of Socialette, a bite-sized online marketing podcast. Happy 100 episodes, Ange. This is so exciting. Now, what I wish I'd known before I started in business was the importance of validating your ideas and not just falling in love with them because you can have the best idea in the world, but if nobody else wants what you're selling, then why on earth is anyone going to buy it? So practically, this would have looked like actually talking to my audience and paying attention to the feedback that they gave me, not just the feedback that I wanted to hear, the good feedback. So thank you very much, Ange. And again, happy 100 episodes. Hi, I'm Sonia Statman, and for more than 20 years as a leadership and business coach, I've helped women step into more of their potential, success, and freedom. I have a business program, leadership program, and a podcast called Women in the Business Arena. There are so many things I wish I knew 20 years ago when I first started my business, but one of the most important things I learned is that no matter what the world tells you, staying in alignment with yourself and your values is key to success. It is so easy to be pulled off course with someone else's secret to success. Of course, we all want the promise of money and freedom, but too often we're pulled into other people's marketing of money and freedom and we compromise our values. So look beyond marketing for more transparency and for an alignment with your values. I wish I had listened to my own intuition and gut feelings early in my business life. It would have saved me massive amounts of money, time, and energy. Your feelings, integrity, and values are key to your success. 
Hi everyone, it's Emma and Carla here, also known as the Merrymaker Sisters, founders of Merrybody, our online yoga, Pilates, and meditation studio, helping people accept, respect, and feel love toward their bodies every single day. So congrats, Angela, on your 100th episode. And one thing that we wish that we'd known when we first started business that we know now is... Was to not fear the inaction it's okay to take some space. It's okay to take some time to really check in and tune in with your true goals and your true desires Mm. and not get distracted by the million and one other people telling you what you should do, but to really tune into what you want to do. Mm, I guess it all comes down to that first little, I guess, sentence that inspired us to quit our full-time jobs. And it was Joseph Campbell's Follow Your Bliss. Hi, I'm Amanda Daly from AmandaJDaily.com, and I help wellness entrepreneurs to build their clients, cash flow, and confidence. What I know now that I wish I knew when I first started out in business is I wish I knew it was all going to work out. Well, more specifically, I wish I knew that was actually a decision that had to be made by me before it could work out. Once I decided everything was going to work out wonderfully, I stopped constantly worrying myself silly that things I was doing might not work out in the long term and instead turned my focus every day into taking action because it was working. The results followed quickly. True game changer. Hi, my name's Ashley Makovich and I founded Fusion Bizco, which is a membership community for women in business, helping them to come together, feel less lonely and enjoy the powers of being around other women that think like them. So the thing that I wish I knew when I first started out in business is how important it is to have a clear, defined vision. For a couple of years there, I wasn't really sure what I wanted to create. I was kind of just going with the flow. But now that I have a clear vision in my mind, I know what I want to do. I know when I want to do it by. I know who I want to help and I know how I want to give back. It has made me get out of my own way, step aside and just go for it. Hi, I'm Suze Chadwick, a brand strategist and business coach, the host of the Brand Builders Lab podcast and author of Play Big, Brand Bold. And I help women in business to build confidently bold brands to attract the clients they really want. What I know now that I wish I knew when I first started out in business is I wish I knew that if I just kept focusing and building that one main thing, that one thing that I really wanted to grow instead of listening to what others wanted, and so I kept creating new things all the time, that I would have gotten to my goal so much faster. Hi, I'm Kath Fowler from Regional Raw and I help businesses get found and look good online. Through SEO smarts and compelling copywriting, I'm there to help you stand out from the crowd. What I know now that I wish I knew when I first started out in business is how learning to say no more would be the answer to growing my business as rapidly as it has. When I started saying no to low-paying jobs or work that wasn't in the industries that I was passionate about, what it did was free up space for signing up clients in the areas that I love to work and who valued the work I do. I'm Kirsty Fenton, a launch copywriter and strategist for creators of online courses and masterminds. And I also help other copywriters really hone their craft through a number of my own programs.
One thing I know now that I wish I knew when I first started was that things become a lot more rewarding as soon as you stop thinking of yourself as an individual for hire and start thinking of yourself as a business. I think once you're able to actually make that mindset shift, uh, a whole new world of possibilities really open up for you and you can start putting yourself in control of how you're spending your time and where you're headed. Hey, my name's Emily Osmond and I'm the host of the Emily Osmond Show podcast. And in my two programs, I teach women how to book more clients and make more sales from Instagram and then also how to scale their online program for recurring revenue every month. What I wish I knew when I started my business is that not everyone else has the answer. And I wish that I trusted myself more to actually just take action and make decisions even when I didn't feel sure. Hi, I'm Nadine Rohner from The Social Shells and I help women become a freelance social media manager so they can work from anywhere. What I know now that I wish I knew when I first started out in business is that having a clear vision on where you want to be and then create a specific goal plan is key to success. I spent way too much time in the beginning stages doing random to-dos on my task list that wouldn't move my business towards my bigger vision rather than focusing on the needle-moving activities. Hello, my name is Stevie of Stevie Says Social. I help women build standout personal brands using social media and podcasting and to monetize with a signature online course. Now, the number one thing that I wish I had have known when I was first starting out is that you don't need to have it all figured out. I procrastinated for way too long about even starting my business and I really had that perfectionist tendency that I've had to get rid of because uh, what it made me do is really think about everything too much without actually diving in. I feel like there's so much value in just diving in, getting things done. And I wish I had have known that earlier. Congrats on 100 episodes and you're amazing. Hi, my name's Jodie Millwood. I'm from Social Charlie. We're a Facebook advertising and funnel building agency. And what I wish I knew when I was starting off was more about systems and how having systems in place would really free me up to bring in contractors who could then just follow the systems rather than me having a scattergun approach and just entrusting that they would know what to do and that they would do it the right way without even being told what the right way was. So I've seen the value of systems and processes and how that makes such a big difference into bringing in team members so that I can scale up even further. Hi, I'm Lyndall Harris from Podcast VA, where we make the podcasting journey easier by offering a variety of done-for-you services to podcasters. Something I wish I knew when I started back in business was the benefit of niching. Now, I started as a virtual assistant offering generic content marketing skills for the first few years I was in business, and I niched down to podcast support only in 2016, and it honestly made the biggest difference. My business literally took off from that moment. I was a bit worried about actually, you know, not being able to service everyone and would I actually find my clients, but I highly recommend just having a think about whether you can either niche your services or maybe even niche who you offer your services to, so niche your target audience. 
Hi, I'm Aoife O'Connell, the founder of Yarnly AI, and I help businesses improve the quality of their marketing by leveraging the power of messaging and mobile by using chatbots. What I wish I knew when I started in business was when people say start, they essentially mean build relationships and build community, especially from um, a small to medium business. It's very um, important to leverage community and um, people that are also in business and having them around you as a support network to leverage on their own community and clients and vice versa, incredibly important. Um, So start now is by basically going out and networking um, before you even probably launch. And second of all is um, outside of a financial plan and a business plan is to have a mental and health plan. Um, You're only as good as the condition you're in and business can get tough and it can have long hours, especially if you are... um, also have a family and running a, a business. So definitely encourage everyone to start off with, uh, yeah, putting in a mental health and uh, fitness strategy into their day. And I swear by le- uh, 5 a.m. starts. Um, yeah, never would have thought that in a million years, but they have literally changed the way I operate, the way I get on top of my day. Um, and you're only as good as the morning that you have. So it's definitely something that has been able to leverage my business, my performance and um, control the output throughout the day. So that would be the one thing that I would encourage from the get go. And happy 100th podcast, Angela fantastic so excited for you and this is a a huge um milestone in this podcast life so um congratulations and I look forward to hearing many many more Hey, this is Leanne Hughes from leannehughes.com and host of the First Time Facilitator podcast, where I help you create unpredictable workshop experiences that predictably work. Happy 100th episode and you're amazing. What I'd like to share is uh, when I first started as a solopreneur, what I wish I knew is that I didn't have to stick to corporate hours. Now, coming from the background that we've all come from, from schooling, where you work, you know, a day from like nine till three when you're younger, through to university, and then to corporate life, you're working over 40 hours a week. And I remember my first week leaving corporate, I had, I thought I had to keep myself busy. So I went to a lot of workshops and I made sure that I was sitting in front of my computer and being ultra responsive to email. And what I've realized now, 18 months in, is the importance of of actually figuring out the times in your day when you have the most energy and it's so important to maximize those, but also being forgiving when there are times in your day or during the week where you just, you're sitting in front of that computer, you're just going from tab to tab and you're not getting anything done and just being okay with letting go of that. That was really hard because we're so conditioned to feel like we've got to be productive all of the time. So that for me is uh, I'm very protective of my Mondays and my Fridays. I try to sort of block out my calendar then as well as the first two hours of every day just so I can settle in. It's when I'm at my peak time. So I guess my question to all of you listening is what is your peak time for getting stuff done, for thinking creatively, and how can you make sure that you take time out so you focus on that during that time? 
I'm Tina Tower from Her Empire Builder, and I help women to package their expertise into online courses, podcasting, publishing, speaking, and content marketing to grow their empires. What I know now that I wish I knew when I first started was there's no comparison to you. Your journey is yours and yours alone. And it's not something that you just read in a motivational book. You can and you should design your business and life to be exactly as you want it to be. You do you. Wow. I mean, what an awesome way to celebrate a hundred podcast episodes with 20 of the funnest, amazing, knowledgeable, women in business from Canada to the United States to Australia to the UK. I couldn't have asked for a better episode than this. Now, before we sign off, just a reminder that if you'd like to connect with any of these amazing women in business, make sure to head to AngelaHenderson.com.au and click in the show notes because all of their links will be there for you to connect. And for the rest of you, I hope you have the most beautiful day, no matter where you are in the world. And I look forward to you joining me again next week for another amazing episode of the Business and Life Conversations podcast. Thanks again for an amazing 100 episodes. Thanks for listening to the Business and Life Conversations podcast with Angela Henderson, www.angelahenderson.com.au.